Just hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um. Hey. Welcome to another episode of Not Your Weekly Sports Pod. It's your boy, Vala the Balashakala. Let y'all holler your own takes. What's, What's up? good, bro? We got to build the real deal in the house. Chilling. I think we got a good episode today. What's up, chef? What's up? What's up, man? This is going to be a fun one, man. This is this is something that everybody as a brown kid was good at, shooting from the deep. Um, let's, let's, let's dig it off, man. Yeah, I, I, we all have qualities innate to us that enable us to be great three-point shooters. I'm a lefty. Oh, really? And it's the lefty code to have a sweet stroke. So I've always been dropping buckets, whether it was getting buckets on the Harrison Twins in high school varsity practice, getting buckets on the beer pong table in my undergrad career, or getting (laughs) buckets, crumbling papers up and throwing them in in honor of Kobe Bryant into any trash can that I see. Kobe. So yeah, we got a podcast about getting buckets, uh, the four-point shot. And whether or not we need to introduce that in today's game, yeah. in today's ever-expanding, acceptable green light zone. Yeah, I think the, you're in an era now where you have a plethora of shooters that just enjoy pulling it up from 35, 40 feet sometimes like it's nothing. How many three-point shooters can we collectively say in the league that we have today that at any time can be a threat from three? I think finally we can have the option of actually putting some more contest into a three-point shot rather than making it a gimme bucket. Can y'all just name, like, off the... I have some numbers in front of me. Let's just see if y'all get, like, a few of these right. I'm looking at 10 guys that have attempted at least 75 of these 30-foot-plus three-point shots. Can y'all name, like, four of them? Trey Young. Okay, so Dame is one. Trey is, is one. Gotta be Steph Curry has to be one. What this so year? Steph didn't play this year. We're oh, talking about this, this year. year. Okay, okay. Karis Levert. Karis Levert is no. Karis Levert's not one of them. James Harden. James Harden's one. That's three. Wow. Okay. Uh, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is yeah another okay. one. And Trey Young. I think we mentioned yeah, Trey Young. Yeah, we Trey Young. Okay. Uh, Dame. We're missing one more. You said. Yeah. Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's not on there. No. Kawhi. No, Kawhi's not Kawhi there. Kawhi can't be on there. Oh. Kyrie, no. Y'all got the top four, so Damn. you got the obvious ones. This is where it gets hard, so I'll give you number five. It's another Houston Rocket. Russ? Eric Gordon. EG, Damn. Eric Gordon, wow. Damn, yeah. I would not have thought Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, one of the corner. better percentages on this list, too. Uh, then it goes to Chris Depps, Porzingis, uh, Bjelica, Davis, Bertrand, Brooke Lopez, Zach Lafine. Damn. So you've got some players who shoot a significant amount of these. So to think of this four-point shot as something that's, you know, like a gimmick or something to do, it's like a victory cigar. Now, there's guys who attempt like at least three or four of these a game in today's game. Yeah, actually, the Hawks in their practice uh, arena have taped up a four-point line, and it actually does help them out. The coach even says that it brings up spacing. Because they have to pick up Trey Young as soon as he crosses the line. So they see how defensive adjusts to that because they know he can be able to pull up as soon as he crosses that. So that's, Man, that's, that's crazy to think about how many NBA players we have in today's age that we just that can easily, if they just cross the half-court line, they're thinking that, hey, this is a viable shot option, that I know that I'm just not chucking this thing. This is an actual shot. 
I mean, that Dame Lillard shot over PG is going to just be if that, in the if books. If I'm comfortable with one shot. person taking a shot like that, dude, it's, it's Mr. Dame time, bro. Every time he it can take that shot. shot. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that was a bad shot. Did you say it was a bad shot? <laughs> okay. It's okay. Paul George said that. <laughs> <laughs> or just, as Stephen A. Smith would call him, George Paul. Man. Honestly, every Pandemic shot he's beat. been messed up on, he's been pretty good on defense. He's just had a bad, you know, bad luck that night. It's okay. Good defense, though. It just sucks. Man, it is what it is. But I want to see this four-point line. I want to see this new four-point line translated to be the new three-point line. And the three-point line or anything underneath that would just be two points. It's not even just like the ability to shoot from that range. It's like James Harden does step backs from 30 feet. Like it's nothing. Like (laughs) he, you know, tips off a four or five dribble crossover into a two-step back. Easy three-point shot from 32 feet. So I think the time has come for it. And for people, I think a lot of people would be opposed to something like this because, again, we've talked about this in a previous pod, that people tend to be opposed to change uh, throughout time. Like the three-point line in the NBA, people, when it was first introduced in the 1980 season, they were always kind of hesitant on introducing a three-point shot and taking the focus of the game away from the rim. And so... During the 86 season, I was telling you guys about this, when Jordan was drafted in the league, we would have never guessed that the NBA team, on average, attempted three three-point shots a game. In today's game, how many do y'all think it is? Ex- like Excluding the Rockets, because we know they try to shoot like 50 every game. I'll say like 30, 35. Yeah, so it's 34. Wow. Yeah. Look at you, Naboo. Yeah, right on the money. 34 a game. So think about that. It's... From 3 to 34 over time. Yeah. And there's only one other way to go if you see the the number go up like this, and that's to push that line back. I agree. I think to make it – I think it's the norm now. It used to be that, um, you know, if you shot a three-point shot, it was more in the fact of like, dang, you know – it's not going to be my whole offensive threat. Now, now teams, that's their whole offensive weapon is just sit back and shoot. And I think that for, you know, to make it less of an effective shot, just push it back. I think the overall skill set of your average NBA player now is a lot more to be able to shoot that far back. Let's test it. Let's actually see what we can do over here. And I think it's going to space out the court even more. I'm excited to see what happens to the center position. I think Nikola Jokic has started kind of like this, new movement of what the modern day NBA center is going to look like. Exactly. So I think we're going to see a lot of better play from the center position, kind of like a reconnaissance of it, actually, from what we had in the 90s. And I think somebody like Jokic can lead that. But that also means that centers like Clint Capella that just do one thing, which is just cut into the paint. I think those guys are going to be archaic. And uh, I think it's going to diminish that traditional center position. So this is the end of the center position as we know it. Absolutely. I mean, I think there's going to be a couple of people that, like, if you are a a true defensive juggernaut in the paint, that's all you can do. I would say, like, I think Rudy Gobert would still work. I think Jared Allen at the Nets would still work. I think players like that. But, I mean, if all you're going to be doing is just cutting to the rim, being a low post threat, the low post threat is no longer a threat then. I see more people actually taking advantage of the mid-range because now you have a bigger area from the you know original three-point shot all the way in. So uh, I think, yeah, this just gets rid of a lot of the centers that we have in this league, man. Do you think it would cause more bad shot selections now that there's a four-point line? I think the definition of a bad shot uh, you know, selection gets completely skewed now once you have four points. 
So what would you consider a bad shot? Like if you just see it happen, like it oh. just percent. Like I mean, it's I think it's so subjective for each player, right? Like a bad shot for Damian Lillard is, or a good shot for Damian Lillard is a bad shot for probably ninety percent of the NBA players in this league. Okay, you know, so I think it's. But it's see, gonna, now that it's available for people, it's available for everybody. So it's not like yeah. just those people are allowed to take those shots. I agree. I think. No, I, I see what you're saying with Damian Lillard. I mean, dude, like I said, Dame time all day can take those shots, but. I don't know, man. I see that a lot of people just want to take, you know, so many more shots, right? And if you push it back, I think that inkling is still going to want to be there to make, you know, get three-point shots, get your averages up. I think just the standard of play becomes a lot more as well. Do you think it'll change the game plan for people on defense to now, I guess, accustom people? You'd have to follow what the Rockets are doing. Especially in in late-game, end-of-game scenarios. It would completely change everything. Four point game is a one possession game that changes so many late game scenarios. So how how would you want to keep it then? Would you want to keep it as like a four point line and a three point line, or would you push the three point line back and create like a, a two point line? That's tough. Mm. I don't think you'd want to push the three point line back. So you'd want to create a new four point line, like just That's a, a brand new category of just another point. Okay. See, so I see it as two points. I see it because of that reason. The four point line makes sense, and I think. Uh, it'll have a lot more points, but I think that also devalues like the old point standards of all the players that we had in the eighties and nineties as well. And I think it's going to skew, it's going to skew that going forward. I think just to remain consistency from what we have right now, uh, compared to what we had back then, I think that three to two would still work. I would love a four. I would, but it's at the, at the pace of, do I want to see games that go like 195, 182? Like, are we getting closer to a cricket match round than we are, like, an <laughs> NBA route? Like, I, I think just to maintain consistency with numbers, I'd still want to retain it, like, a three and a two. I mean, think about this, though. When the NBA came out with a three-point line in 1980, the same argument could have been made then. You know, I don't want to skew the numbers of the 60s and 70s by introducing a new metric in the three-point line. Well, what you could still do is you could retain three sets of numbers, right? So you have four, three, and two. You could make a three, two, and one as well if you really wanted it to. You could just completely diminish like a low post present shot. So if you really want to, you know, if you really want to push three and D basketball, then you could always do that as well. Hmm. Interesting. So I mean, you're probably because you're, you're giving value to you're giving value to the three point shot a lot a lot more, especially if you're saying that. Nobody's going to want to just get an easy shot, which makes sense if you think about it. I mean, a low post shot has what, like a 90 plus percent like make rate or almost to it if you're like two feet away from the rim and trying to shoot it. So if you're diminishing or devaluing that, you're going to have less players just trying to get easy buckets and actually more difficult shots. So I think it's something that, that could happen with that as well. Hmm. Who knew? I guess it's fair now that you think about it. If you did skew the numbers like that so yeah i'm i'm okay with the the three and two idea i mean but still i think the main thing then falls back to actually pushing the three-point line back 35 feet yeah i'm 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 okay with with making that the new norm i think you're gonna have so many three-point shooters and players now that need to be think about how many players we have currently in the league that can just make a three-point shot and that's all they're good for that's their main role in the nba right i think if you push the three-point shot back it requires a higher like degree of skill and it kind of forces you to pretty much master other uh, your the things that you aren't as good as and you don't necessarily always have to take the shot man you can still set up your floor just based off the four-point line now so you have a lot more things to work with. like we said the rockets drive in kick out so they have a lot more space to work with now. So uh, there's a lot of give and take from this. And I think this actually incentivizes more mid-range play. I think collectively, I don't know if we can all understand, like 
decide but i know for me personally i like mid-range play more than a low post play i think mid-range uh, gives you a lot more of it requires a lot more finesse and i think a lot more skill to be able to get uh, in the mid-range than it is just trying to get into the paint and have an easy dunk so I, I think that promotes that as well so if that happens um i think that's gonna be good for the game in the long term i feel like to keep a big man dude they would have to go ahead and beef up their mid-range game that would be the only way i can see them sticking around but like you said this is a a way to, for them to go ahead and be eliminated. Good shot. I don't know, man. It, it's 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 really surprising. So, uh, you know, if but they how do you do think do the it? crowd would take this, man? Like, if we let's just say tomorrow they decide, all right, we're bringing out the four point line, would the crowd be okay with this? Why wouldn't they? I think like people like seeing like harder shit go down, right? Like when people make a half court shot or you know a shot from three quarters of the way back from three point line already. I think that impresses a lot of people to see that. So I think, you know, collectively, I think a lot of people are going to be more hyped for these more into high intensity shots trying to go in. You remember uh, in the All-Star weekend, one of the contests was like the shooting competition with your team. There'd be like a current player, a legend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 like different, yeah. Like, yeah. So what was crazy, I always remember this, is Toronto when they had their team and Vince Carter was on that hoe. Oh, he would kill a dude. Bro, this man would, like, shoot from half court like he was shooting a free throw. <laughs> like, a set shot. He wouldn't need to run. He wouldn't need, a like, a two-step head That's start. That's amazing. Monster lower body strength. Oh he would have been very helpful for this era. <laughs> but R.I.P. Vince Carter. Damn. What a great career. I miss him. What an underrated and overrated career at the same time. I don't think you can say that about a lot of NBA players. No. I, I think the four-point line might actually end up promoting that as well. I think you have a lot of players then that if they just do that, then you see a lot more longevity in people's careers. So they don't have to keep driving in the paint. I don't know, man. I feel that personally with the four point line, I think it would be more exciting. Like I think you'd have more players like in high school and college, I think try to have the range just going deep as hell. But then it also depends. Like, am I going to see any athletic, like athletic players anymore, or is it going to be just just of, pure shooters? Exactly. So I think it's going to. I think we're going to get to a paradigm shift of how we define what an NBA player looks like. I mean, you can't have both ends of this. You have to. You have to give one up. Either you take that four point line, and you understand that people are just going to start shooting more. Yeah. And they're going to go ahead and give up all the dunks, all the things that are also very exciting. And the contested layups. I'm not going to say they're going to be going away, but with more spacing, see a lot more breakdowns. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it too, but I, I just see like the amount of people that would just want to be shooters just to try to get into the league. I think it's going to make it a lot harder and like more insightful for people to do that rather than just try to get to the rim at all times, which I hope that happens so just to retain a full balance. But I just don't see the collective class of talent coming together to try to be like a penetrating player, but rather focus on being a shooter. I feel like the skill that we have now, it's not like a high volume number that are shooting from that range. So we still have our players that are going to be driving in, doing what they got to do. So I don't think it's going to change as quickly as we think we are. But yeah, from the later future, generations that are coming in, they're all going to be shooters, man. It's crazy though. Like I don't remember, I don't remember, but recently dudes having the green light to like just pull from this range. Like, I've been watching basketball consistently since the T-Mac and Yao era. That's what, 04, 05. And honestly, I haven't seen this kind of three-point shooting, but maybe up until, like, the last couple of years. Yeah. Right? Like, with Dame Dollar Time and 
James Harden with these pull, even like James Harden when he first came to Houston, dude wasn't like doing step backs from 30 feet. Like he was seldom, most of his step backs were actually mid range step backs when he started here. And then he had a few that were like right at the three point line. But with this kind of range and this green light that they've had, I, this is a new development in itself. And if you reward them with an extra point, I think guys will really emphasize their training on developing that outside shot more too. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. And I think that, I think the more players that you end up having doing that, I think then it gets to the point of, is my game plan going to be fully predicated upon this? Like as what we're seeing with the Rockets, I think what 70% of our game plan is predicated upon make the three point shot and go forward with it. We're going to have more teams that do that. And is that going to, I guess, hurt the excitement of the league to find that there's more things to do or, you know, you just find three point shooting to be the biggest thing. I guess the question is, is three is the viability and the volume of three point shooting going to make up for the fact that we're losing, you know, just raw athleticism? Why would we be losing athleticism though? I think then people aren't incentivized at that point to try to go into the rim and end up actually getting these easy athletic shots. I think people want to be shooters. I think you're going to have a lot more players that are going to want to learn to just shoot the ball and then which makes more points for all of them at that point. Yeah, I mean, and stat I, don't, shooting. I don't think the four-point shot will be enough of an influence in the game to completely take away the two-point field goal. Uh, in fact, I think with more people shooting, it it opens up and it allows a player like a Ben Simmons perhaps to thrive. Someone whose game is predicated on Spacing. having those openings. Yeah. I disagree, bro. I look at the fact of I see like the analytics pushers that are just going to see four point shot relative to a two point shot, and they're just going to want to exploit that to the max just to have a significant you know a significant leap above their competition. If there's a possibility to get one more shot. Of you know four threes over twos currently fours over twos fours over threes if you do that there's going to be teams that pretty much want the best shooters around them and pretty much just have more points and just outscore the team I think the Rockets will be the prime example of just have four point shooting around I think this will be something that Mori would take on day one I think you'd have a lot of other uh, teams predicated upon trying to do that as well really so you think people would really try to make that like the central focus of their offense I think some people can or you know that. Oh, I'm looking at it from just like a complete math perspective. If you know, if you know that you have the opportunity to get a four-point shot and you can make it 80% of the time, that 80%? No, no, no. Relative. No, no. I'm talking like relative. Like if you shoot it 80% <laughs> of the time, not make it. If you shoot it at least 80% of the time, and you can make it more often than you can make a three-point shot or a two-point shot, I think some people are going to be able to choose that from a uh, from a quantitative standpoint of how many you're going to do. We thought the same thing about the three-point shot, but I mean, if we look at the Rockets now, it doesn't matter if we have a 19% shooting percentage or how bad we shoot. We're still going to shoot the three because statistically, three points mean more than two. So I see people doing the same exact thing for the four-point shot because we know the four-point shot is worth more than the three. Even if we make it, even if we can make it one time for every time you make a two-point shot, uh, we still end up you know winning the possession over. So I just see a lot of people exploiting that. And I think that'd be a little bit. Um, skewing it's going to skew the population of players that are coming into the nba and specializing in something like shooting sometimes this game's just about getting buckets get it any way you can just put the ball inside of the hole dude that's damn. all you gotta do damn i don't know who'd be your number one like 30 foot green light guy well dame dollar probably for everyone i think steph so wants to come back on something to prove yeah uh, i think next year steph comes back and just tears it up it. yeah just he goes on a shooting rampage that we've never seen. Five seconds left in the game. I'm inbounding the ball. You only have enough time to probably get up like a 30, 35 footer. Do you want Steph bringing that ball up or Damian Lillard? 
Steph. Steph. He did it against OKC in that yeah. regular season game. That was just wild. I'll always remember that game. What he did, and then it's like a shimmy. Too. Yeah. It's like a shimmy, like it's nothing. I'm like, dude, let's get get this man a fucking insanity that man in OKC too. Bro. The amount of Steph hate that he, as much as I hate the fucker, as many as much as, <laughs> as much hate that he's given. That man is talented. He's special, bro. man. Like, yeah, like I think people forget the greatness of Steph Curry when ever since he's been out this year. He's, There's a lot of reasons he's he one of the people that have changed the game for us, bro. Yeah. Changed the game, and I mean, if you look at his season where he won the unanimous MVP, should have been the second unanimous MVP. LeBron should have won the first one in 2012. Oh. But um, historic offensive season. What was it? Thirty-two points, eight assists, fifty yeah. percent field goal, forty percent three, ninety percent free throw on like high three-point yeah. attempts too, high usage rates. So yeah, yeah. he's a he's a really a, a revolutionary player, dude. Remember the fifty forty ninety club in the most efficient way. Like that's he he's Daryl Morey's wet dream. Like I think <laughs> Daryl Morey, if he could if he could design a team, Steph Curry would be the center of that team. And uh, and Clay Thompson. Yeah, and Clay. That, that, yeah, the backcourt with Daryl Morey would be something that would just be shooting nothing but four point shots. And if we're talking about four point shots. Imagine Steph Curry in that system and having an offense just fully predicated upon him to make a four point shot. Screen set up right on the top of the key, bro. Yeah, you talk about the Warriors coming back. If they had the four point shot, I think Draymond Green gets traded immediately. And, uh, <laughs> and I think that Clay and Steph just end up thriving. Draymond Green, he really does shoot like he's wearing a backpack. It's horrible. Then the problem with them is like, he's I don't understand. He's one of those understand. kids that skip class and then pulls up to your PE class to take that one shot with his backpack his, on. And his shorts are him. always like yeah. falling off. Yeah. Like, let me get a shot real quick. That's him. Bro, but you know what's weird about Draymond is that he used to be a good, like an adequate three-point shooter, shooting like 32, 33% from the three-point line at one time. But I don't know what happened these past two, three years. Dude's just been horrible. Like, he's been a liability on the three-point line. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't care enough about those warriors, man. Yeah, PTSD me enough over the last three years. Yeah, to to say how close you were, and this juggernaut of a dynasty just decides to come through and say it's our time, bro. Even that game six when KD went out, the Achilles strain. Ooh. Um, I was watching the highlights of that a few nights ago, and the shot, the stretch that Curry had. People forget Curry didn't score in the first half of that game. Zero points. Yeah. The stretch that he had in the fourth quarter, the shots he made to, for them to come back and win that game were legendary. He's like, they earned that appearance. And it's crazy that people want to label Damian Lillard as clutch, despite the fact that he got swept <laughs> by that Warriors team that didn't have Durant, yet the Rockets almost took them to seven with Durant. Dame isn't a winner, bro. I hate to say it. Like, he's not a winner. Uh, I think he's... Dame reminds me of T-Max so much. Like their legacies and everything of that nature, just unlimited range, just could shoot at will, drop buckets at any time. But the individual accolades for days, but you just can't win for some reason. Unless, uh, I don't know, man. I think they're going to need another superstar on that team to do something with it to go far. I want, I want Dame to be a winner, but I don't think he wins with this team. That and I, I wish T-Mac popped his second round cherry. <laughs> Everybody does. He would have been so fun to watch in the playoffs. Oh, I agree. But who could have said? But I mean, imagine that team. So if you were a GM and you saw Steph Curry, would you want him his whole? Would you change his whole game to from being a three point shooter to expanding at the four point line? Yeah, for I a would. guy that can shoot that, I would change my whole game plan I for would. that. I think being able to be a forty percent plus three point shooter 
you have you have the skill and you just push it back a little bit get you know twice as many attempts up still end up having the same amount of points i see steph doing that in heartbeat i see a lot of these guys with unlimited range doing a lot of that too i don't know i feel like there's an mit grad in daryl Morey staff who knows the mathematics behind the difference between a three-point shot and a four-point shot and whether or not it's worth it given the percentages look at it here look at the time of again like i'm saying like with the three-point shot now, like, it's literally Daryl Morey's whole mindset of that is shoot more threes than twos because threes end up uh, meaning more to a game than a two-point shot if, if you make it at a certain rate. So I think the whole skill set is going to change to the same thing. If there's a four-point shot available, you're going to end up taking it, and you're going to want to make more of those than you do three-point shots because a four-point shot at the end of the day is going to be worth a lot more than the three and then a lot more than a two as well. It goes down to the same mindset, I feel like, with a three-point shot now. It means more than the two-point shot, so why not go for it every time? Yeah. <laughs> That's my only thing. So I think that people are going to be forced to push the get, push it back. If you have the opportunity to take it, you'll take it. If you're an individual, if you're also a player that wants to go down with this stat pattern, which a lot of people are. Nobody wants to deny that. Yeah, James Harden. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, dude. I mean, Steph. I mean, look at everybody wants to be a stat patter. So if you're a thing, if you want that, Steph if, would never do that. He would never set that example for Aisha. Oh my gosh, with the worst part her cookbooks. Can't hate on her cookbooks. Okay, I, I I I don't imagine anything less from Steph. But yeah, I I see them wanting to like increase their points per game average by like an extra four or five points by just making two four point shots. You make two four point shots to save points. Dang, is that how math works? That's how that? math works. Dang, I yeah. had no idea, dude. That's I, ridiculous. I didn't even have to pull out my calculator, dude. My I block. had it out just in case. Oh, yeah. see, look at that. He didn't even have trust in you. I trust in you, Eight, but that, I mean, that's, you know, eight points. That can be some, that's how many points that some players score in a quarter. So, I mean, if you can Making get that off of two, two shots, shots yeah, man. like you're, you're increasing your, your points per game by so much exponentially that you want to take that. Let me ask you this. What player from like, the 90s or early 2000s do you think would thrive in the setting of like these four deep point threes shot. four point shot type era steve kerr first and foremost Just a white man who can shoot, shoot the ball that's brother a, that's all you need right there that's it i would think somebody else with some uh, ray I'll allen solid reggie ray miller. Allen. yeah reggie miller yeah i'll take a solid reggie miller taking that bro i mean as long as it gets reggie miller out of the commentary booth at tnt <laughs> i'll take it as long as he doesn't have to be on the this Rockets broadcast. Head, bro. Yeah, same thing, Ray Allen. I would love to see Ray Allen in that system. Look Brian up. Cook. Probably one of the quickest pull-ups I've ever <laughs> seen, <laughs> man. Give me Brian Cook. Brian Cook. Not Los Angeles Lakers Brian Cook, but Houston Rockets Brian Cook. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, there's. I think there'd be a lot of players that would love to be in that four-point system right now. And I think, shoot, I would love to see something like Kyrie in the system, too. I'd love to see... With John Wall, Devin Booker, I think, would thrive in this system as well. There'd be so many players that would set the precedence. And, and Trey Young's already pulling up from that distance. I, this gives him another incentive to average like freaking forty a game. I didn't know Brook Lopez. I didn't really didn't expect Brook Lopez to be on this list, dude. Every time I watch that game, dude's pulling up from like so fucking far, and it, it blows my mind to say this is like a seven footer's doing this with ease. And what a failure his brother is as oh a shooter. <laughs> Same thing. I mean, I'm looking at so many big men now that are trying to do this. Kristaps, dude. It's so sad that Kristaps end up going down this, this year. meniscus, man. At least uh, it's just a meniscus. Have y'all ever torn anything or anything like that before? I tore my meniscus. Oh, so you know how it is. Yeah. He'll come back, though. Meniscus ain't a big deal. Makes sense. Nabil, any... If I torn anything, I broke my ankle. 
Uh, it hurt. Okay. Broken ankle, broken part of my leg. That's it. Well. I broke my jaw. No way. I got my jaw wired when I was in high school. Yeah, it's not a fun experience. We get a lot of those patients too, and it's never fun. You have to like feed them through a little like straw. It's Damn. nasty, dude. Damn. So you're taking care of a baby. So, yeah, dude. That's what's done, we went. Bro. We went from the four-point shot to feeding little grown men through straws. Wow. What a segue. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful journey we just took you on. Well, people now know you have a glass jaw, man. I do indeed. It's like, uh, I think it's like some steel implants Some in good there. porcelain. Yeah. It, they say it's stronger than it was before, so don't ever think about throwing a jab my way. <laughs> But all right, fellas, it was fun talking uh, the art of the three-point shot and hopefully one day the four-point shot. Realistically, I don't see that ever. I don't see that happening anytime soon, right? Not anytime soon. I think it's going to depend on how many how many people end up starting just abusing the three-point shot, which then allow people to abuse the four-point shot. So, yeah, I, I think it's not going to happen anytime soon, bro. All I, right, well, good talking. Deuces. This it's, was fun, guys. This was fun. We'll it, do it again. It's been another weekly episode of Not Your Weekly Sports Pod. Be sure to check us out. Hit us up on social media at Not Weekly Pod. And we'll be sure to follow back. Deuces. Hey. Bye-bye.